You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Kalokohan yun, yung uh, order ng Department of Finance at saka yung uh, fiscal incentives uh, review board. Ang makina ng BPO ay computer na pwedeng i-locate mo sa mga bahay. Willing naman ang uh, employer na patuloy itong uh, work from home arrangement. Willing naman ang mga manggagawa at in fact uh, advantageous sa mga manggagawa na nandyan sila sa kanilang mga bahay at viable naman at kumikita naman ang mga BPO. So there's really no problem. And if there's no problem, why fix it? That was senatorial candidate and the hero of the Comelec debates, Attorney Luke Espiritu. As you heard, he was getting all fired up about the work-from-home issue with BPO firms. What's going on? And why has this become a flashpoint? I'm Regina Lay, the news editor of Teka Teka. In this episode, we take a closer look at the big debate over WFH. The pandemic has fundamentally changed the way people work all over the world. Millions had to make the abrupt shift to working from home, including those in industries where it would have been unthinkable before, like outsourcing. BPOs and IT BPMs. I'm sure you've heard these acronyms before. BPO stands for Business Process Outsourcing. IT BPM is Information Technology Business Process Management. Both pertain to back-office jobs that companies, mostly in the West, outsource to countries like the Philippines, where there's a large English-speaking population and wages are much lower. More than 1.3 million Filipinos are employed in it and growing. In fact, even during the hard lockdowns of 2020, the industry continued to thrive. Here's David Lichu, the founder and CEO of Lichu Property Consultants, a leading brokerage in the country. If you look at the last two years, the BPO industry continued to hire people in the Philippines. And that's a validation that every time there's a global crisis, the Philippines benefits from it by having Western companies move jobs to the Philippines. So what's the problem? Well, the issue is that by April 1st, Friday, the BPOs operating within the Philippine Economic Zone Authority, or PESA, will have to revert back to on-site, in-office work. Otherwise, the companies lose their tax privileges. During the pandemic, some 90% of the workforce were allowed to work from home, or WFH, as the buzzword goes. The Alliance of Call Center Workers, an employee group, says that doesn't have to change. Here's Eman David, the co-convener of ACCW, in an interview on One News on March 28th. We no longer have to brave traffic. Those of us who live in the province, we no longer have to rent in Metro Manila. Those of us who have children, we can take care of our children while having work. So yeah, we have proven that 
work from home works. And you know who agrees with us? Our employers, our clients. Mm -hmm. our, our clients are usually very security conscious, but they decided to trust us with their, with their information. Unfortunately for them, there's an agency called the Fiscal Incentives Review Board, or FIRB, which has the last say in the matter and is chaired by Finance Secretary Carlos Dominguez III. And FIRB has already shot down an extension of the WFH scheme. The board said that WFH was only ever meant to be a temporary solution during the COVID-19 crisis and that people returning to work would help MSMEs bounce back too. But their order comes on the heels of skyrocketing oil prices due to the conflict in Ukraine, which means whether you take public transport or drive, it's going to cost you that much more to get to work. PESA, where most BPOs are located, says its hands are tied. All it can do is apply a 70-30 scheme for now and then lobby the new administration to make WFH a permanent thing. This is how PESA Director General Charito Plaza explained it in an interview on One News on March 28. We are simply reverting back to the regular ratio that we require our registered enterprises, the 70-30 ratio. So 70% must be back on site and 30% of the workforce can still continue with their work from home arrangement. We cannot change the ratio because it is so provided in the law. However, since we will have uh, a new administration by July, hopefully this will be addressed. We will strongly recommend that uh, the hybrid work-from-home scheme and the on-site work uh, assignment will be institutionalized and maklaro na yung ratio, no? Eman of the Alliance of Call Center Workers agrees. His group is now appealing to the Department of Labor and Employment, or DOLE, to step in. Why not allow them to continue mm. that? We have a law for that, RA-11165, Telecommuting okay. Act. But mm. the thing is, government okay. has not agreed to a dialogue with us at this point in time. So maybe... This return to office debate is playing out in the U.S. too, actually. The big tech companies like Alphabet, Apple, and Microsoft have recently begun mandating in-office work, at least for a few days a week initially. Here's David again. Many of the big tech firms and the banks have said, we don't need the office anymore back in most of 2020. And then in the second half of 2021, they realized that the setup doesn't work and that yeah. they want everybody to go 100% back in office as soon as possible. And I think what you're going to see in the West, where people are going back to the office, you're going to see here also. David's data is showing that 98% of office leases got renewed in the last two years, signaling a return to pre-pandemic ways. But what they're also seeing is that hybrid work, wherein companies allow employees more flexibility over where they do their jobs, is taking root. So instead of having offices for 1,000 people, they will just have offices for, let's say, 300 people. And I do think that trend is going to continue. And um, there has to be a compromise that should be done between government and the BPO sector to find that sweet spot as to what ratio actually works for both parties. And that was today's episode of Teca Teca. Again, I'm Regina Lay, the news editor. 
This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. Thanks for listening. <laughs>